a timeout. Decide not to use it. Curry, way down top. Hey guys, welcome back to the Locker Room Podcast. I'm your host, Oliver. As always, joined by the mystery man, Sharpie. Hello. You always forget that I'm going to say it every time, don't you? I'll just, I just wait for it, sort of. Soon we'll be joined by bloody Lockie or Sam again, hopefully. Maybe if we did it later on at night. But anyway, um, we'll get straight into it. One of the awards has actually been announced, surprisingly. I didn't think they would announce it this early. And that's Defensive Player of the Year. Marcus Smart won it, which he was favourite for the bookies, at least, going into it. What did you think of that? Yeah, it was good. It was good to see a guard win it this time. It was a bit funny with the announcement of um, of when Gary Payton was doing it. Uh, I don't know what he was saying, but it was pretty funny how he announced it. So. And Bridges was a close second as well. So, I mean, and there was people coming out saying, People, uh, Gobert was getting voted fatigue, and I'm like, I, th- I think that's pretty fair after he's won three of them. I think he's mm. won three of them. He might have even won four, but um, yeah, he's won quite a few, yeah. But my question is, what the fuck is with the trophy? Like, I remember <laughs> the last I've seen the photo of Rudy Gobert stacking them up, and they're like huge bronze things, and then this one's just like a glass ball. Um, I might change the design. Yeah, well. I, I thought they I thought they were going to do the NBA awards this year, like on that day. No, like I thought because I know last year and obviously the year before because of COVID they haven't had the ability to do it. But I thought because it's been easing off that um they would have done the NBA awards type thing. Yeah, um, I, I'm a big fan of it though. I think they. Bam keeps saying that he can guard one through five, but I feel like people that get put on an island like, say, Marcus Smart or another guard deserve to actually be in the running for once. Um, hmm. People are always going to argue whether he actually deserved it or not, but I think he, he did, especially looking at what that team's done defensively. Um, moving on anyway, Jalen Brunson, God, I couldn't say that for a second, dropped 41 points in a win. Um, we're not going to touch on every game or anything, but um, he's obviously up for a new contract in the off-season. He's bound to get a lot of money. Do you see him getting that from the Mavs, or do you? Well, the Knicks were linked to him, I think, last year, maybe. Yeah, we've been we've been running for him for a while. I think I think there was also a Knicks scout that was at the game uh, between those two, so. You know, it's pretty exciting on both ends for maybe Donovan Mitchell I was or Jalen Brunson. Who's that for? <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I, you know, he deserves to be paid. He's a good point guard. He mm. fits in the fits in the role properly when whenever Luke Luca isn't there, and obviously it's going to put less pressure on the Mavs to bring Luca back, um, knowing that they've got someone there that can fit his role. So you know, yeah, I should be fine. Um. I don't know contracts that great, but I what what contract would you sort of flirt around with him? Four years, ninety million. Four years, a hundred million. He's probably a twenty million, a twenty million a year player. Yeah. I'd, I'd say. 
And do you would you one would you want him at the Knicks? And two, do you think he will stay at Mavs? I like him at the Knicks. Yeah, I reckon he could play a bigger role than what he is currently playing mm. at the Mavs. Um, well, I think any team would be lucky to have a good of a player like him. Yeah. Um. So yeah. In, in saying that, where do you think you what will happen with him? Uh, I I don't know. Really, it's gonna. It's a tough decision. It, be, I yeah. feel like he'd probably leave. I feel like the, it depends on how aggressive the Knicks pursue him. Mm. I think it's a bit down to how the Mavs go in this playoffs as well. Um, mm. Like obviously, if they keep clicking, and the Mavs are going to offer him more money because they don't have KP's contract anymore, but they might yeah. have to look out for like Dinwiddie and whether they want to keep one of them or not. I think Dinwiddie's only got a year left or something. Yeah. On his contract. But I don't, I don't even I think, mm. but because but I don't think he's got, I think he's got uh, an op, I think he's got a team option in one in his contract. So I, I think he's either at the Knicks or the Mavs next season. Um, what about Donovan Mitchell? On the other hand, Jesus, they obviously losing to the Mavs without Doncic, they are going to implode this off season. You would you would think? Do you? I feel like. Donovan Mitchell hasn't played great the first two games. Do you feel like they've just got bad chemistry coming into the playoffs or they're just not built for winning in the playoffs? Yeah, probably the second one. Yeah, they don't. They're even like even their role plays, they're not mm. that they're not that great. Like you look at Royce O'Neal's all right. I like Royce Yeah, O'Neal. Royce O'Neal would be very good to have on your team, but mm. um I mean the rest of them aren't that spectacular. But I mean you've got Jordan Clarkson coming off the bench. Yeah. But, I mean, he can only do so much when it's just him and the other, others aren't really doing that much. I mean, Eric Pascal hasn't really done much. Yeah, he's done fuck all. And what? I, I, mean, I haven't even heard from him anymore. I don't know. Mm. Is he still even on the team? I mean, you got Gobert as your starting center, so you probably don't need uh, him. I think he would be. I think he's still there. They just need Gobert to learn like how to shoot a mid-range or, or something at least just to... I mean, he could even play the Stephen Adams role. And yeah, just, just like screen around plays to get to get to where they want to be, and where it's in the paint or the mid range or something. But and, and I haven't checked today, but I'm a bit worried. I only saw Stephen Adams played two two minutes fifty. I really hope he's not injured. I haven't seen anything about it yet, but um, I didn't see any reports on Twitter. Or anything. Yeah, neither did I. So hopefully, it's just a coach's decision or something. But um. Anyway, moving on. Ben Simmons, yes, he's back. Well, he's going to be back this week, apparently. Um, how much, how much of an impact do you reckon he's going to have straight away? Because say he comes back game four, they're down two one in the series, hypothetically, or, or yeah, they're probably going to be down two one. I'd say. Um, how do you think he's going to impact not only this series but the playoffs for the Nets? Well, he'll be able to match up against um, the taller players mm. and pretty, well, pretty much anyone. Like on the guard position, obviously, they haven't got Rob Williams in, got Al Horford in still, who Bruce Brown made the mistake of chatting shit and saying yeah. that they haven't got Robert Williams. Okay, see, legend, you don't do that. <laughs> um, but that yeah, would be exciting to watch him and Tatum. It would just be exciting to watch Ben Simmons yeah. just be back in basketball, really. Um. Yeah. He'll be who I think you'd take Tatum because 
I'd feel like you'd put Bruce Brown or someone on Jalen Brown. Um, yeah. And K- then at least KD doesn't have to do as much on the defensive end trying to guard Tatum. Yeah. And, well, and also you can switch on to whoever, like, because they'll be switching on to Kyrie all the time. Yeah. And I, I know Kyrie isn't like the worst defender in the world, mm. but you'd rather have your best defender on the yeah. on the whoever's handling the ball on the Celtics, so. Yeah, and when you think about it, the Nets could nearly have their death lineup of say Simmons at center or KD at center defending Horford. I know they're really skinny and stuff, but like if the Celtics are playing Horford at the five, you can easily play KD and Simmons as your two bigs and mm. get away with it, and then play Bruce Brown and stuff. But um, I reckon that's going to be probably the best series, at least for the opening, um, yeah round. Um, Embiid versus Nurse. I'm sure you've seen some of this at least. Um, Embiid chirping back at Nurse saying, um, politely asking him to stop bitching about foul calls. Um, I don't know about you, but I feel like that's the richest thing to ever come from a player Embiid. like Embiid. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on that whole situation? And obviously, yeah. there's a meme trending where Harden and Embiid are both lying on the ground. Yeah, I saw I was, when I watched that game and I saw them both. That was just disgusting. Mm. I mean, Nick Nurse is not wrong. Yeah. I mean, that's what for some reason Embiid's just doing the heaps now. Yeah. But like before Harden got there, he was he was barely doing anything like that. Mm. Like, and now he's just bitching for foul calls all the time. Like, it's just disgusting to watch. He hasn't won MVP, so and my multi's failed, so I can now criticize Embiid. But like it's just bullshit. Like well, he's so annoying to watch. Oh, he might, yeah, he might. But like my multi's already failed yeah. because Mark is smart one defensive yeah, player of the year. True. So um I, yeah, it, I I found it interesting, and it's like there was a clip of um Jokic backing down Draymond Green and Kevon Looney, and he was getting absolutely like just slapped up and everything and slapped across the arms but because he wasn't flailing or anything he wasn't yeah. like throwing the arms away and yelling he wasn't getting anything and then there's Embiid where there was one where I think Van Vliet or someone just swiped at the ball all ball and he just started yelling and somehow got the foul call um, yeah I don't get it how your hands are going down yeah. with the ball and then all of a sudden they t- they try and touch it and then all of a sudden your hands are up in the air like yeah. you were moving your hands there anyway yeah, it's oh, it's it's beyond stupid and like um i saw kendrick perk did you see perk's tweet what did he say he's like is this really y'all mvp getting um getting torched by the warriors and i'm like are you fucking serious did does he not remember when bloody Embiid played against the Celtics without Simmons. And they basically, they got swept, I think. Um, mm. And it's just like, I know that it's not his MVP year, but like, it's, it's just, I hated watching, like I only watched the highlights for the second Philly game. And it was just, the foul calls were just so much bullshit. And I get that the, the, Raptors don't have anyone to match up with Embiid, but still, they needed Aaron Baines to be back. They need him back. 
Um, what about Scotty Barnes? Have you heard anything about his injury? I saw that he's. Uh, I didn't see the results from the MRI that he had. Mm. I saw that he te- uh, it was negative, so that's good at least. Hopefully, so I, he's back for the series, him. but yeah, hope, hoping it will. You not don't want to push him back. Um, moving on, I'm only going to touch on this quickly. The Clippers lost two playing games in a row, which means OKC gets the 12th pick at least in the lottery. So we get two lottery picks and we get an extra 7% chance at going into the top four. Um, I'm getting a call. Um, just wanted to touch on that. So that means we're basically the new Warriors, except we don't have Steph and Clay. I think and also Grandland. the Clippers, I think also the Pelicans losing. Uh, Winning. Yeah, sorry, my bad. Yeah. Um, the Knicks move have to a number 11. Yeah, yeah, they do, yeah. And it absolutely um, messed up Portland's rebuild. So mm. basically out of that trade for CJ McCollum and that, Portland get a 2025 top four protected Milwaukee pick, I think it is. Yeah. And... And I heard people tweeting it. It's like um, Charlotte got more draft capital for Devontae Graham or whatever than we did for CJ McCollum, Larry Nance, Rocco. <laughs> the whole rebuild's just messed up. We we traded Kai Jones on draft day to Charlotte for their future first. And we traded that future first with Kevin Knox for Cam Reddish. So... And hopefully he's use him next season. Yeah, well, he needs to be. He needs to fit into the rotation. Um, yeah. Mark Bobby Marks, I think, is it Bobby Marks? Or yeah, be Bobby. He put out the. Uh, he's been putting out a lot of re- uh, off-season guides for teams. Mm. Obviously, the, he put out the OKC. He put out the next one last night. Having a good read of that, mm. and he was saying how Cam Reddish needs to find his uh, find a way into the rotation, and I think that. I think that's just down to Tibbs, man. Like, I was about to say a new coach. Every time Reddish Reddish was playing, he was playing unreal for us. So I think I, I really hope we see just the someone in the front office pushes Tibbs to play the young blokes instead of Taj forty minutes. Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean, yeah, the front office and the coach are that out of line. Yeah. So, um, what were you going to say prior to that? Did you have anything else to? Um. I'll, I just want to talk about, well, obviously with the betting and everything, how you bet Fryzy $50 at the start of the year that Trey Young wouldn't average over 25 points a game and he ended up doing it and you lost 50 bucks to Fryzy. Yep, should have photographed that ceremonial moment. That, you haven't that paid really... him. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> no, that really <laughs> sucked. Um I was tempted to make another bet that Trey Young wouldn't finish in the top five of scoring next season. But um, with the way the Hawks are going, I don't know if I really want to make that deal. Um, I mean, it'd be a nightmare for... Did you see Trey Young's quote today? Or the other day, he was saying about how he's getting bullied and everything, and he's going to bully them back. (laughs) I mean... Is that after he shot like one of 12? Yeah. Yes, I mean, the, and I saw a photo. It was like how Trey Young expects them to play defense, and it was just a stock photo of like a family playing basketball together. <laughs> it's like touch football. Yeah. Um. Oh. All right. Moving on. 
okay, excluding the Boston Nets series, what first round series do you reckon is most likely to go six or seven games? Matt, we'll go with seven, but uh, I'll I'll jump in here. I reckon Timberwolves and Grizzlies. Oh, that is a good series. That because they, I don't know. I reckon that's an interesting matchup as well. Hmm. And depending on what's wrong with Stephen Adams, whether anything actually is wrong with him. Well, how about the Pelicans beating the Suns today? That's where yeah. I was going with this. It's, yeah, and Brand, might, Brandon Ingram having a nearly mm. having a thirty point triple double. It might now. This might I said on Twitter as well. This might seem like a huge overreaction, but um, if Booker's obviously he went out for hamstring tightness, hopefully it's not a hamstring injury. But if yeah. if he's out for a bit, you look at the matchups. You got Valanciunas who's been absolutely devouring the rebounds. And like he's bigger than Aiton, and he's, I arguably think he's better than Aiton right now. Um, you got Brendan Ingram, who's probably better than their third best player. I'm just trying to think, Mikael Bridges. And then CJ McCollum. And then the only really backup is the Suns have Chris Paul and a, a lot more depth. Do you reckon it's a bit of a stretch that that series... Oh, God, I can't speak right now. That um, series would go six or seven games? I don't think it would. I mean, you'd, if Phoenix ended up having... They'd be really unlucky to themselves to go to seven games. Mm. And they would be hating themselves if they let it yeah, go to seven that, games. That'd be very unfortunate. And that if they do go to seven games, I reckon the Warriors would Come have of more West. of a... Ch- yeah, if, yeah, if, they, yeah. If, if that had to have happened. I am, um, I am, what was I going to say? I've actually forgot what I was going to say. I just can't wait till game three, actually, though. I'll be tuning in to that one. Because I was just going to let not watch a single game of that series because I just thought the one versus eight seeds games are just going to be terrible. Yeah. And, and now everything's changed. Um, one series, I'll, there's only been one game played, but Bulls versus Bucks. That looks like it could actually be reasonably cut close the Bulls lost mm. by like nine points or so and Demar shot terribly and Vucevic had a really big game what do you think about that series yeah that could be an issue it could be an interesting series Bucks um, will come out on top I still think but I, I yeah I I reckon as well I reckon I reckon they've just got a lot of inexperienced players mm. for playoffs so I, I just want to see a big body go up against Embiid so that's yeah, why I want Giannis to, to be honest. Yeah, same. Just someone that can stand in front of I, him. I just want Sixers to lose. So I, I don't even care if if um if Miami make it out. To be yeah. honest, I don't want I just don't want Sixers to make it out. Yeah. And then Bead's lived on the troll name, but not, people just and all the Sixers fans saying just don't fail then. Yeah, even Daryl Mori came out and said it. Oh, you just watch the plays and it's like Half of these aren't fouls. It's yeah, they're doing it to themselves. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, anyway, before we move on to Slug's horsey tips, wait, sorry, did you have anything else you want to touch on NBA wise? Am I missing anything? Uh, uh no, I think, I think it's pretty well. Actually, covered. sorry, one more thing: the Warriors' new death lineup. I think that there's been a lot more uh, nicknames. I'm trying to think of some of them. I Defcon four or whatever it's called because their death lineup is Jordan Poole, Steph Curry, 
Clay Thompson, Wiggins, and Draymond Green. Steph Curry off the bench as well. Yeah. As that lineup, do you think anyone would actually be able to beat them if they play, say, the last 11 or last seven minutes or so of the game with that lineup? Well, I feel like the Nuggets without Jokic are just a bunch of Kmart workers. So, I mean, they're not really that special. <laughs> Kmart workers, yeah. Why not Target? Nah, Target's, Target's too good. Or Walmart, you know? Go American. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for our American viewers. No, they've got Kmart as well. I ain't Target too. Yeah, sure, we'll just go Walmart. <laughs> um, so do you... Do you reckon it's just that they're versing such a bad team that that lineup's working so well? Because obviously, there's not you can target probably Pool and Curry in that team, in that lineup at least. Wiggins and that are good defenders, but do you reckon that lineup will hold? Yeah, I reckon it could. I reckon it can be stable. And one more thing about Phoenix and Pelicans. Scott Foster was yeah uh, officiating today. CP has not won. A game in the last 13 games where 14 Scott Foster, now. 14 now, where yeah. Scott Foster has been officiating. In the playoffs. Is this a Tony Brothers situation with Jokic, but yeah. Scott Foster? I, I saw that saw it this morning. Um, Rob Perez tweeted it out, and I'm like, surely it ends today. And then, sure enough, they freaking lose. And it's just like, it's like the new Undertaker thing. The, the streak just continues to go on. <laughs> Um, one thing I do want to touch on, you don't have to comment on it if you don't want, and I'm probably going to get a bit of lip about this, but I have hated seeing tweets saying that Chris Paul is the greatest Suns point guard of all time. Um, he's a, he's a great point guard in general, but come on now, he's not, he's not better than Steve Nash. And I took, I take it personally because he's like, Steve Nash is my favorite player. Um, yeah. I'm presuming you probably wouldn't have many thoughts on this because I don't think you would have. No, I never, watched, I never yeah. got to watch Steve Nash. So, um, but I feel like there's just no argument with it, especially at the Suns. You could argue all time. I'm not going to try and get into that debate because I mean, there was a year where Steve Nash won MVP, and like you look at his stats to what LeBron was averaging. Yeah, and that, this is a lot yeah. for me to say, and for what LeBron was averaging compared to what. Yeah. Steve Nash was averaging, and for Steve Nash to win it, man, that was beautiful. that. That was that was because, as people would say, it was a fluid list. Of the just the um, requirements changing each year. That year, like LeBron did put up shit tons of stats, and I think it was the same year Shaq put up heaps of stats. But I think uh, that was the year that Nash led the Suns to the number one seed in the West. That had mm. Kobe and all that, um, which. I guess you can make that argument for Devin Booker, but he's actually putting up good numbers. But yeah, anyway, Nash, two-time MVP for the Suns. I don't really think there's any debate about that. So that just made me sick. Um, anyway, we'll move on to that time of the week. Slugs. Horsey, horsey tips. Um, so he sent this in as we started. So perfect timing. So his first tip is Caulfield race seven, number five, Lombardo. His second pick is Randwick, race five, number five, Sense of Honor. And his each way of the day is Doombin, race eight, number six, Quantum Mechanic. Um, I need to catch up on his efficiency lately, but um, 
We'll go into weekly multis. I'll start off first. Mine didn't get up last week. Um, Richmond lost, but we'll get into that. Um, <laughs> I don't even want to talk about mine. <laughs> I've got Melbourne to win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, I feel much better now. <laughs> um, I've got the Nets to beat the Celtics and their underdogs. I've got the Jazz to beat the uh, sorry, the Mavs to beat the Jazz in Game Three, and the Mavs are like three dollar underdogs with the possibility of Doncic coming back. St. Kilda to beat GWS, Bulldogs to beat Adelaide, and Brisbane to beat Gold Coast. So that's a five-leg multi paying $19.70. You got your Sharpie? I, I most definitely do not. Oh, that's all right. We can just talk about <laughs> you losing yours with North Melbourne. Yeah, yeah, that was a pretty dumb, pretty dumb decision from me there. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna cover some AFL quickly, and then I might let Sharpie run on with some MLB before we end it. Um, first things first, I'm coming second in the footy tipping. Sharpie, you're coming fourth. We're still yes. losing to Brad. Brad. Yeah, yes. I've had a pretty I've had pretty terrible. Uh, yeah, I've, the first I've, couple of weeks were terrible for me. I've been going shit, but Brad's like four ahead of me now in second, and I'm like, what the. F- I don't know how he's done it, to be honest. But um, anyway, thoughts on Hawkins not getting punished for that flop? No, I mean, he's from Geelong. What do you expect? Like, pretty simple. Did, did you think he should have got punished at least? Oh, I'm 100%. Guessing? Yes. But once again, because he's from Geelong, protected team. I And um, I'm all, Richmond losing is the next topic. Um I don't want to get sit on it for too much because I only watched three quarters before going to the football. Um, I don't know. I don't know how. I just genuinely don't know how Adelaide won. I don't think Richmond play well at Adelaide Oval in general. Um, and to be honest, Cochin easily should have probably got a week or so for kicking. Haw- uh, not Hawkins, uh, Tex Walker. And now Tex Walker's come out and said that if it was on his foot, he would have got suspended. And now he's copped a fine i'm pretty sure um i forgot to offer oh, i'll skip that anyway um carlton beating port adelaide port adelaide are terrible but do you think carlton are actually that good or do you reckon they're just having a good start and it's gonna well, fade off they nearly lost they, they, mm. they were up by heaps yeah. and then they ended up winning by three points um I don't think I'm that close enough to the topic to yeah. to know the answer. Obviously, I didn't watch much of that game. I mm. don't think I watched. I don't think many people did, to be honest. We were at the pub, yeah, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're, we're all busy. Um, the only Carlton game I've watched fully was the Bulldogs game, which they won. Mm. Um, I mean, they play they're playing really well. Yeah, I just think I just hope that they don't because I hate Carlton fans. They're getting compared to Richmond fans early on, but like just oh, and how yeah, cocky they are. Yeah. I've just heard um some of them say like they got the best list in the league and it's it's just like really? You're looking at Melbourne, they got an unreal list. You look at the Bulldogs, even though they're not playing well, they've got an unreal list. Mm. Um anyway, Essendon. I reckon we can all laugh at Essendon and Sam <laughs> Allen. Um because yeah. they're just absolute dog shit. But also Will Brody. What a man. Mm. He's absolutely tearing it up. That's the topic you can talk about, can't, can't you? Oh, not really. I haven't really watched many games. I've just been Yeah, no one scores. really watches free, free matches. I mean, uh, who have they got this week? 
I can't remember who they got this week. They got Carlton and Freo oh, yeah. are second on the ladder. Yeah. So, so that, that, that'd be a good game. That's going to be an unreal game. Um, One last game. Oh, sorry. Another game to touch on. Geelong versus the Hawks. Obviously, Hawthorne, uh, Hawthorne won, surprisingly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck Geelong. Um, do you think the Hawks are going to finish top eight? Um, I feel like this is another thing where I'm not that close to be talking mm. about it, but uh, yeah, well, they look good coming out the gate at the start of the year. Um, I reckon they could. Yeah. Um, and two games I'm just going to touch on quickly: Richmond Melbourne is the uh, Anzac Day E Anzac Eve game. Always a great sight, but Richmond are probably going to get smashed by like 40, 50. and then the Anzac game. A lot of people probably thinking that Collingwood are going to absolutely smash Essendon because obviously Essendon have been shit. I would not be surprised if Essendon come out though and lose by 20 goals. Nah, they actually um, make it a close game. Essendon but, have got a few names out, but I, to be honest, I used that as an excuse last week for North mm. to beat Bulldogs and yeah, Bulldogs having a few names out mm. and uh, that didn't happen. Um, so I, I'm not going to go there. That's it for the AFL. Did you want to just... Now, I know nothing about baseball, so you can go on for as long or as little as you'd like. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about how the Chicago Cubs new recruit, Suzuki, uh, Seiya Suzuki, has had a great start to the season. Had, obviously, today, his hitting streak ended, which was sad. Um, went to nine games with a hitting streak, which means he's got on base. Yeah. In for the for the last nine games, to, for you, Ollie. Thank you. Basic rules <laughs> with me. <laughs> Obviously, we lost to Tampa Bay. That was sad. Me being a Cubs supporter, and also our NFL expert Brad, who might be on next week for a preview of the NFL draft. Oh um, yeah, shit. Yep. Um, which <laughs> shall be exciting. But the Cubs six and five, obviously. Terrible off-season, terrible last season to get rid of three of their best players and to keep a couple of their good players, which was nice. But we, we, we're in a bit of strife here. Um, obviously, Keegan Thompson's been playing well, which is exciting. We're the best pitcher in the league with Hendricks. Um, we don't want the Yankees or the Mets to win because they're terrible. And we don't want the Dodgers to win because LA teams can go... Suck a fat one. What about the Oakland A's? They are terrible. They're oh. projected last oh. in, the, in the whole no, thing. They're, they're just trying to get in the lottery. Uh, the lottery like the Thunder. Rebuild. No. No, they're terrible. Oh. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't back Oakland in anything, really. Oh, come on, man. But anyway, that's about it of baseball. That Obviously, putting put on the spot like that was a bit hard to talk about, but... Oh, well, you did um, well. Yeah, if I was prepared, I probably would have done a bit better, but what can you do? Well, the light in my room's running out and the light bulb I need to fix. It obviously doesn't turn on, otherwise I would have it on. Um, we're really going to have to stru- figure out a structure for our next few podcasts then because it's going to get to a point where there's a mix of NBA, AFL, oh, that's, that's NFL. Yeah, the, well, the NBA ends in June. That's still two months um yeah. afl nfl 
NBA. Anyway, we're figuring it out. We're going to make a network once we get a name and a logo and we'll have multiple Twitter accounts. Um, yeah, possible rebranding in the works. Yeah, it's going to take some time and hopefully I can make a logo. Otherwise, I'm going to have to go to Sam again. Um, nah, nothing beats me with Microsoft Paint. So I'll yeah. you. All right, all right. We're sticking. We're sticking with that. You're. You've. We've got your word now. You got to do it. Hopefully, I'll be able to actually speak next podcast because I. I've rumbled on like, caught my words so many times tonight, and I'm just I'm all over the place right now. Speaking too quick. I think that's yeah. just the thing. I've gone back to the first episode of this. Just. Oh to God! Don't even get me started. On yeah, that. I might go back and listen to that. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us, Sharpie. Not too easy. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye.